0: it requires a ton of resilience at the beginning to get going because just that act of waking up every day and you keep going you're looking for the right customer looking for that right product just looking for what fits right is hard like it's really hard this is women who start up radio podcasting from the mile high city Denver, Colorado, with 300 days of sunshine, the highest percentage of high school and college graduates in the nation, lots of women entrepreneurs, and more microbreweries than any other U.S. city. Women Who Startup Radio brings you knowledge, insight, and inspiration from women entrepreneurs and founders. Here are your hosts, Lizelle Van Vuren, founder of Women Who Startup and CEO of Effectively, and Krista Morgan, co-founder and CEO of P2B Investor. Krista! Hi, Lizelle. Hello. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty wonderful. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. Hello to our lovely listeners. I know. Episode 8 today. Strange to already be at Episode 8. I know.
0: And sometimes I feel like we've been doing this forever, and then sometimes I feel like we're just getting started. Yeah,
1: because Episode 8 is not like Episode 108, where we'd like to be. It feels like we've recorded about hundred episodes <laughs> at
0: this point. <laughs> right? That's true. Yeah. That's true. So how was your week? Um, you know, it's been it's been a week. Kind of mediocre, you know? Not like on the
1: grandest scale of things. You're, uh, you're a little tired today. You've been doing some serious business traveling, I hear. Dude,
0: like (laughs) nonstop. I basically live on a plane these days. So, but, um, I'm very glad, glad to be back, glad to be here. And all the travel was worth it because last week we had this awesome, we were out in the valley and our startup won, uh, this World Cup tech challenge. So we came in first out of all these startups, which felt like pretty great. Yeah. Hear the tears. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a lot of people actually came up. So I had our women who start up stickers out and a ton of people came up and a congratulated me for being a woman to win it. Cause really? you know, there were, I was one of the only women, uh, in the cup. Yeah. In the pitching. It's and, fantastic. Um, yeah. And it was, it was great. Like, yeah.
1: Where was this? You said, um, in the valley. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. Very cool. How many years have they done this now? I think, I don't know, I think it's only their second or third year of this. Yeah, but they're the pretty group, young. Yeah, the group that does it does a whole bunch of different events. Oh, so. okay. That was cool.
1: Yeah, and I just looked at your cup here in your in your office, and it's this like really cool 3D printed looking World Cup soccer type trophy thing. <laughs> it's pretty badass. So congratulations to P2B Investor oh, for kicking you. ass on the... On the world stage of was it a what did you win because you were like a fintech
0: innovative company, or is it just technology
1: innovation? Well,
0: so we won for Fintech and then we won amongst all the groups of technology. So it was pretty Damn. cool, yeah. We were like the number one tech of all the of everyone, so, yeah, yeah, it was our first is that that's the first time we've really ever won anything like that. So it first felt- of many. Felt awesome. That's right. That's, That's right. awesome. That's fantastic. I know. And so, what about you? You're kind of back from vacation. Yeah. I mean, the last time we sat down, you know, we
1: were all in Fort Collins for Fort Collins Startup Week. That was kind of fun, mm. um, a little bit different. So, that was a cool experience for all of us to have some lightning interviews with local entrepreneurs there. But yeah, you know, when you come back from being off the grid for a couple of weeks on vacation, you know, I did a road trip across the West from Denver to California and, and back again. And um, I wasn't exactly ready to not be on the beach anymore. Yeah. When, when are we ever? <laughs> um, and I've certainly been feeling it. Like I kind of just want to go back on the road. Um, I'm in a bit of um, constantly starting up and maybe even in like starting over mode, right? And uh, as I'm building woman who start up the organization that i've you know been working on for a couple of years so i'm i'm looking for that next venture that next fun project uh, to chip away at and stuff and you know it can be tough because you know there's a there's a creative process to what you want to work on there's feeling inspired to chip away at something that you cannot wait to wake up in the morning to to work on um And when you've been doing this for a while, like I have, (laughs) you know, you kind of, you have to recharge the batteries a bit. So the vacation was awesome. I feel like it wasn't long enough and yet it was pretty long, (laughs) you know, but yeah, I think a lot of people can relate when you kind of go off grid, you recharge the batteries a bit. Now you got to come back and you got to figure out what, now what?
0: That's right. Well, and this week's theme is sort of all about resilience and mindfulness in, in entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, really ties into our guest today. And, yeah. and I think generally how we've been feeling, like to what you just said, obviously you need. It requires a ton of resilience at the beginning to get going because it's true you sort of have an idea and then the idea gets refined and then you talk to someone and they tell you your idea is crazy and then you keep thinking about it and just that act of waking up every day and you keep going you're looking for the right customer looking for that right product just looking for what fits right is hard. Like, it's really hard.
1: Yeah, it's challenging. It's a weird time. I mean, I have a lot of respect for entrepreneurs who are in the idea phase. It's, uh, you know, I've gone through it a few times. I highly recommend it, but not for the faint of heart. Because, you know, you almost have to be, you know, a lot of people joke, you almost have to be a bit <laughs> insane to just have the love affair with starting up so many times. Um, it's, it's, It can be draining. Um, but, you know, I love the essence of taking um a scribble on a napkin into creating a you know a business model out of that but it doesn't mean that that early days, like you're saying, what fits the people, the idea, um, the market? Is this something that sticks? You're you're starting to soundboard ideas with, you know, anyone who's willing to listen. And, you know, nine times out of 10, people think you're bloody nuts with whatever you have in mind or, oh, it's been done or whatever. Right. Um, So, yeah, (laughs) the woes and the interesting phase of the idea phase and figuring shit out, right?
0: Yeah, well, so I've been listening this week because I've been traveling so much. I'm obviously on my podcast. Right. I've been listening to all the podcasts that I love. That's right. And I think we've talked a lot about the Startup Podcast, which if you haven't listened to it, please go and download it because it's awesome. Um, But right now, this season, they're following a group of female founders who are running a company called Dating Ring. And it is it is so just there's something like it's not just inspiring but there's almost something like endearing about watching like listen watching listening to these like three women you know really go through some super tough times and get their company going and they they keep at it and it just I don't know it you just think, I think it's so easy as an entrepreneur to feel like you're the only one yep. kind of facing those tough times and you have to be resilient all on your own. But when I listen to that, this, I just am reminded that everyone is, Yep. you know, everyone who's trying to get their company going, you know, our listeners, you know, they're sitting at home being like, how am I going to get up tomorrow? But we do, we just do because I mean, I think resiliency is part of human nature, right? It's, yeah yeah
1: what you just mentioned about you're listening to season two of startup by alex Blumberg, and i highly recommend uh, like krista said um people tune into that it's a fantastic podcast and the interesting thing is, is uh what you just touched on is um the isolation and loneliness and how you have to constantly nurture that muscle of resiliency and being mindful and all that stuff but um it's the big reminder which i feel like you just indirectly touched on it's the absolute reminder of you cannot do it alone Mm. you cannot do it alone and so the funny thing is I find myself at that idea phase again where it is extremely lonely, isolating you're trying to figure out what is the next step and then what does that next step entail in context of whether it's technology or service or whatever and then whom helps me get that to become a reality so before you can get to the people part, you know, you are really all in your head, soundboarding hopefully with, like I said, anyone who's willing to listen. And that is um that's like a make make or break um phase, right? That's a, a very interesting phase. And so oh man, hats off to those who just have hundreds of people lined up who you can just turn to and you know ask for help. And but that's not really the reality. It, it's it can be really lonely and isolating there at kind of at the at the very beginning and and throughout the, the journey. There's going to be moments where you just kind of feel, especially as CEOs, sometimes you can just feel like, oh shit, you know, now that I have this team, now that I am climbing this new mountain, there's moments where you're like, God, I just need to talk to like another CEO that can just kind of feel my pain. So that's maybe, you know, your phase is, is very different than kind of the phase where I'm in yet again, right?
0: Yeah, but I think it's based to what are the tips, right? So we're all, so all of us who are in this crazy startup life right. are you know faced with challenges we're trying to stay resilient in the face of whatever your failure like whatever your challenge is it's not failure but like whether it's fundraising whether it's finding product market fit whether it's just getting started finding a co-founder like what are the thing i'm just trying to think about what, what do i do to get through that yeah
1: what do you what do you do
0: well, and so I was, so one of the things...
1: <laughs> You're like, let me think about it for a
0: second. Yeah. yeah. I, so I definitely, and I think we've talked about this before, but I definitely write. Like, I've start, taken to start writing, like, editorials. I think that's and, wonderful. Yeah, just, like, trying to put thoughts on paper to find some clarity on whatever subject. It and just is. get it out, right? Yeah, and it's good, like... Therapeutic. (laughs) Oh, and that, and 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 that, good for your business. (laughs) (laughs) So I think honest editorials, um, really useful, and uh, and then just making sure you network with other CEOs and other people, and that feeling when you feel alone, you really got to get out there and just ask for help, tell people what you're going through, right? Because even if it's just in that you're having a drink at a happy hour and someone right. says, how's it going? And you say, actually, it's shitty. Yeah. Actually, I'm having a crap day. Yeah. And let me tell you about it because then you're having a moment with someone you don't feel so alone, right? So I have a quick story because that was a perfect segue into sharing <laughs> a sit down that I had just
1: yesterday. Right. And it was a young lady who's a startup founder and she's a member of Women Who Start Up. And, um it's interesting. I've known her for a little while and she's kicking ass taking names and really trying to find, you know, her channel of awesome and product market fit and all that stuff. Long story short, we've been trying to uh, connect for a while. She wanted to soundboard some feedback and all that stuff. So naturally, as usual, <laughs> I said, of course, and uh, made some time. And there we're sitting and, and we're hanging out here in Denver, at Galvanized Denver. And we're talking strategy, ideas, feedback. You know, she's presenting a few of her challenges. I'm chewing on it through, uh, you know, th- through it with her. And all, you know, completely transparent here. She says to me, like, kind of after like an hour's worth of chatting, she goes, God, Lizelle, you know, I mean, I've known you for a little while. I know I don't know, know you very well. She goes, but you, you kind of seem like a little down or something. She goes, is everything all right? And I said... You know, the interesting thing is, is that entrepreneurs always have to be at 150% capacity. And she immediately responds like, oh, well, I'm sorry. I've just, I always see you at these huge events and you have the most incredible, tenacious energy and you're always the one like making the room explode, da, da, da. And I said, I know, but guess what? Like I have really shitty days too. I was like, I have really like low energy days myself. I was like so for whatever reason there is this disconnect that the human element doesn't leave you just because you're an entrepreneur. And it was a it was a it was a good it was a good thing that had happened because I thought immediately, oh I got to share this. Right? I've got to share this because it's so typical. Um every entrepreneur, everybody that's building a company have off days, get exhausted, find themselves kind of like scratching their heads, not really knowing maybe a next step or they need to the soundboard or they need a new mentor or they need some advice or whatever. Um, so there sometimes is an unrealistic expectation of, um, you know, community leaders and stuff like that. I think it was a really healthy incident because it was, uh, it was helpful for both of us, right? It was for this individual a great reminder that, oh, right, no shit. I'm not the only one out there struggling, having bad days, mm. you know, chipping away, trying to climb the mountain. And it was a good reminder for me to say, you know what? She's right. I'm having kind of a crappy day. What, the, what are you going to do
0: about it? Well, it's great that you didn't get defensive, too, because I think it's so no. easy to do that when someone no, says no, no. you seem like a bit down. I think my natural reaction can be to say, no, no, I'm fine. Uh, don't worry about me. Like, I got yeah. this when actually I I don't actually got this most of the time. Yeah. And it it really, I think, helps to, like, allow yourself to take a deep breath and then share what you are feeling because chances are if someone's saying that to you, there is probably something behind it sure you know that's, yeah. Worth doing. Well, that's and, great
1: yeah i mean a lot of times i think we fool ourselves so often so frequently and we have to because you have to motivate yourself and you yeah if this comes to the resiliency you better you know be winging to the left and shaking to the right and you got to roll with the punches and all that stuff but quite frankly it was just an interesting moment where you know i just happened to be sitting having coffee with this um you know great young woman and she asked me straight up, like, is everything all right? And I said, straight up, fuck no. You know, I'm having a <laughs> shitty day. And yeah. and and I don't feel guilty for having that response. I will never feel guilty. If you ask me, now to your point a few seconds ago, most of the time, if you catch me on like an inch off, I'll be like, no, no, no everything's cool. You know, those are like more normal, whatever. But uh, there's got to be a, a reality check, you know, Feel a little pulse within your community, within the entrepreneurship world. Um, people, this shit is hard. We have weird, crummy, empty on the, you know, Duracell bunny kind of charged, you know, mm-hmm. uh, days. And and that's cool. So, yeah, let's not beat each other up when um, you notice that another community member is like maybe having a scrummy day. Be like, what do you need? You know how often I say that to entrepreneurs? You know, often I hear that, it's like a hundred to one ratio, right? So entrepreneurs, um, hopefully she took something good away from it. I think she did.
0: Awesome. But anyway. It's a good thing. Share what you're really feeling, I think is the lesson. Share what you feel, it helps you stay resilient. I like it. Yeah. Honesty is a good policy. Good advice. I'm super excited about our guest today, um, Amy from Meet Mindful. She's going to tell us all about it. but we would love to hear from you. Uh, if you've got advice, stories, anything you want to share on this theme of like, how do you stay resilient in the face of these challenging entrepreneurial times, you know, tweet us at Women Who Start Up. Use the hashtag Women Disrupt. Mm-hmm. We want to hear from you. And make sure you're rating this podcast on iTunes because we want to hear whether you like it or hate it or whatever you feel.
1: Yeah. Well, you can't hate it.
0: You can't, that's true. Right. <laughs> <hate it. laughs>
1: but yeah, we could, we could really use some, some great, uh, uh, ratings there on iTunes or even Stitcher or SoundCloud, uh, whatever you prefer. Krista, we've got our incredible, Um, guest on the line here. Today we're doing a really exciting um, remote interview. That's the first for us.
0: I know. Episode eight, crazy things are happening. Crazy things are happening. Yeah. (laughs) We're getting adventurous. So,
1: you know, we're hoping that all the sound quality is awesome for our listeners today. So yeah, this is episode eight of Women Who Start Up Radio. We have Amy Baglin as our, and Amy, did I say your name right? You did. Awesome. (laughs) We have Amy Baglin with us today. Um, virtually, but just as extraordinarily. And we're going to, one, say hello to Amy and let Amy introduce herself.
2: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to to be here virtually. and, uh, (laughs) And thanks for having me. I just really appreciate it. I'm stoked to see what sort of conversation comes out today.
1: Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you here with us. Thank you so much for taking the time. Um, Amy, just shoot right off. We want to introduce you to our listeners. Who are you? Where are you from?
2: Who am I and where am I from? Yes, uh, I am a Midwest girl from St. Louis, Missouri, who spent <laughs> a good decade on the East Coast in the big cities of Miami and New York, and uh, along the way found found my passion in entrepreneurship. Working at Internships and ad agencies and startups in Miami to tech startups in New York City. So I I fell in love with startups before they were even a thing. Cool. At least I didn't know they were a thing. I just thought they were cool new businesses. Along the ways, I uh, I discovered yoga and meditation and and what was like the thing I feel like I'd been seeking my whole life, like trying to really connect deeper into who I was as a person and how to become a better version of that person in this lifetime. <laughs> and uh, and ever since then, that was about six years ago or so, my purpose has been around how can I combine my love of entrepreneurship and business and technology to... My greater purpose of, of what I've grown to call mindful living, mindfulness, and um, personal evolution. How can I combine those two in a way that meets my soul's needs and the needs of the world at large? Well, that's fantastic. Because, yeah. go ahead.
0: Well, I was going to say, I'm really excited to hear how you combined all of those things um, into a startup. So tell us just a little bit about your startup and kind of where you guys are. So,
2: my business is called Meet Mindful, uh, as in meeting mindful people. And we are a dating and relationship site for the mindful mainstream, the people who are into anything from living a lifestyle of health and wellness to yoga to spirituality to, you know, Deepak Chopra, Tony Robbins, personal growth and development to supporting local businesses to becoming an active member in communities to knowing that your life makes a difference in the world at large and we're not living in this you know personal silo that has no effect on other people and so we just launched about a year ago and in our hometown of beautiful Denver, Colorado We've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up that I'm, I'm sure we'll end up talking about. But so, yeah, I, my mission is to connect like-minded people and build the highest quality dating site for the highest quality people out there. You know, you asked how to combine them. I mean, it started as me being employee number one at a, a mobile marketing SaaS startup in New York. We did text messaging for what started off as nightclubs. So I was like the the twenty three year old like sales manager who was selling nightclubs and promoters on this cool new text messaging promotion product. And Hmm. like you know, it's a tough life for a twenty three year old to sell to club promoters. (laughs) You have to have lots of free drinks and and get into the velvet ropes and all that. Um, So it's an interesting you know spectrum that I worked on Um, and. I loved, I loved being in this fast-growing tech startup. And and I just, without even knowing, suddenly was wearing, like, almost every hat aside from being the CEO and writing code. And so I really got some awesome skills there. And then reading 4-Hour work week, huh. which I'm sure, Lizelle,
0: <laughs> does this resonate? Did you read that book and, like, change your life?
1: Yeah, I so, mean. Um, Who hasn't read that damn book?
0: You know, I read it and I actually, there's a lot I didn't agree with, sure. but I did hire a virtual assistant on the back of it and have never gone back. Like right? the best, best decision I ever made.
2: You still have your VA. I, I tried it for a while made them do ridiculous stuff that I could come up with anything. And then I just got bored of it.
0: <laughs> oh no, I have, I actually hired mine full time. So That's awesome. yeah, she's amazing. She like, Takes care of my whole life. <laughs> that is so cool.
2: Maybe I need to revisit now that I'm like actually, you know, very busy. At the time, I was not very busy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I read Four Hour Workweek, and I was like, you know, screw that. I'm gonna spend all my savings and travel the world and quit my job and like just say F it and see what happens. You know, um, I was 28 years old. I sold all my things. I bought a one way ticket to India. I went to a yoga teacher training, and I traveled the world for a year. And in my travels, I just, like, connected with some of the most incredible people on the planet. I mean, these are people who just live their life on their own terms 100%. But it changed my life, and being around these people was, like, Okay. I am going to surround myself with like-minded people who lift me up, who inspire me, who have things to teach, who are looking out for their own like evolution, whatever that may be.
1: In in retrospect, I love that you just kind of, you know, helped us and our listeners kind of work our way backwards through, you know, how you're connecting dots and still how you're on your own journey of being mindful, um, creating and living the type of lifestyle that really inspires you and inspires others. And and I love that, you know, you've started a company that has the premise of helping people connect with other people and, you know, hopefully find love because, you know, what is life all about really?
2: <laughs> yeah. not love, not much.
1: Okay. Um, so there's a few cool things that I want to grab out from all the awesome things that you just introduced us to about your background and kind of your journey as you have today stumbled a year in, in building Meet Mindful. Um, there's a few things. So a lot of our listeners would love to hear more about partaking in an accelerator. I know you recently participated in an accelerator. And then I want to dive into a little bit talking about being mindful. You know, as an entrepreneur, you know, our theme here for episode eight is resiliency and mindfulness as an entrepreneur. And I think this ties in beautifully talking with you today. So, you know, kind of two pronged. I'd love to hear your experience walking through the accelerator and kind of how it's either has or hasn't propelled your startup in its current phase And then how to stay resilient and mindful as an entrepreneur, because, you know, there's a million and one meteors coming at you and you got to you got to try and survive, right?
2: Absolutely. So the program that I went to, uh, I will say that it's not a typical accelerator program. It's not three months. They they don't take equity or provide investment. So it was kind of like a pre accelerator or boot camp. If you will, uh, that lasted for two weeks, and it was in the heart of Palo Alto. Okay. Um, the program's called Black Box Connect, okay. and this was their eleventh cohort. They traditionally, um, traditionally, Black Box is an international boot camp for uh, international CEOs. Who want to get plugged into the Silicon Valley ecosystem. So for the past for the first ten cohorts, they did not accept US founders. Hmm. And so this and then they created a partnership with Google for Entrepreneurs, and Google for Entrepreneurs, as we all know, has their 40 forward program for right. women in technology, and they said, We would like you to do a female only program. And please include U.S. founders. So there were 20 of us, and four of us were from the U.S. Um, and it was the last week of April, and we ended up um, going and staying in a historic bed and breakfast in Palo Alto. So it was a very cool, um, you know, good setting, which is really important when you want to be able to, like, dive into something day in, day out, right? You want to be in a comfortable environment. right? Um, so the premise of the program, like I said, was to plug us into the Silicon Valley ecosystem, meet investors, meet uh, founders, meet experts in PR, legal, et cetera. And
1: Amy, would you say that um, because this wasn't like a traditionally long accelerator program, is the premise of uh, Black Box kind of to prepare you for fundraising, pitching, and, and uh, going out there and getting yourself in front of uh, VCs?
2: You know that was definitely part of it. Uh, it was it was really almost like a um, it was almost like a really long, large scale college tour. Okay, like that's a very random analogy, but <laughs> like they wanted to expose us to all these different facets of the Bay Area. Um, it so we could make the decision if venture was the right route path gotcha. for us. So you know, it before, was more like deciding that we wanted to, to pitch certain venture companies, but. A lot of it also was to, to help the founders understand uh, their different options in running their business and hiring their employees and taking in funding and, um, and showing like the gamut of what other founders have done.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that's, I mean, it sounds like a kind of its own unique program. We're starting to see quite an outburst in unique accelerator type programs. And this sounded like a hell an interesting introduction into a particular ecosystem and so yeah. very unique very interesting um so let's uh let's talk a little bit about all right so you're out there in the world right you're trying to build meat mindful you're walking through accelerators you're being introduced to different ecosystems and different cities and lots of mentors and advisors and i know your lifestyle includes lots of modalities and and lifestyle Choices, You know, you probably do yoga and meditate and all that stuff. For someone who's kind of banging their head against the walls in frustration as an entrepreneur, what are some of the strategies or modalities that you would recommend that maybe you use or maybe you're getting into or are considering getting into that help, yeah. helps you stay mindful and grounded as an entrepreneur walking through all the unknowns? That's such a great question. It's really
2: funny that you're asking me that right now because, like, if you could see me, I am i have the beginning of what might be, like, a really big headache coming on because I have all this neck tension, Uh-oh. which I'll talk about in a moment. And I'm literally, like, rubbing the back of my head on a wall, <laughs> hoping that it, like, you know, massages my head a little bit. So this is one thing that has, hands down, been the largest challenge. Coming into it as somebody who... Actively practices different modalities to help myself stay grounded and balanced. It's, it's a, an absolute oxymoron that that I've thrusted, thrown myself into the startup world. And I thought naively that I could skip over all those, you know, not so pretty stressful parts of this journey. And I'm learning. That there—that is absolutely not the case, and I'm—I'm I'm totally humbled by it. Um, and so, I'll talk about a few things I've realized recently okay. and what I'm doing about it. Okay. So, um, the first thing is just like I'm noticing there's a lot of physical stress right now. Um, all the sitting and all the looking at a computer screen is like doing numbers on my once flexible <laughs> like hips and legs and. <laughs> my neck that used to be like never in
1: pain. Because um, you you come from a, a yoga background. I mean you're you're we're talking can you like say like legs okay. over the head
2: type stuff. Like yeah, I could like do that and now I can't anymore.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah it's 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 wild when um when you when your lifestyle and your career changes um your physical, let's just say, range of motion. And yeah. and how that changes your mood and your outlook. Because um, a lot of people don't understand the correlation between happiness and the simplicity of posture. And right. it's funny that you mentioned your neck earlier because Krista and I are sitting here in Krista's office and we both have like a kink in our necks. And I was complaining about my chiropractic appointment yesterday and her traveling via, you know, too many airlines for weeks on end. And so it is taxing on the body. So, yeah. you know, what What do you, you know, And and you're saying it's an oxymoron because... You, you're a yogi and uh, you know, um, we're
2: certainly not invincible, right? Exactly. Like it, it's all a practice. That's why it, they always say that it's never a, a finished thing. Right. Um, so what I do on that, on that asset, um, I end up, I try to stand more. Like I try to do more standing meetings and walking meetings. I try to, to be at standing desk more. We just ordered some standing desk and, you know, I just try to be more conscious of like moving, uh, because I get, I get sucked in the whole of work just as much as anybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so that, that alone is very helpful. Um, I also have made it a, a big priority to get regular, um, for me it's chiropractic and massage for uh-huh. other people. It might be acupuncture and massage, whatever. I, I, I try to stick to that in a Preventative way rather than a reactive way, meaning like I just go because I know it's good for me, not because I
1: am in pain. Like a flare
2: up of something, which, you know, I'm saying that I try to do it, but it certainly doesn't always go this way. (laughs) Um, And, but the strangest thing happened, like just last week, um, I had, we've talked about like the challenges that entrepreneurs face, and one of them is hiring. And I had a woman who I had an offer out to. And, um, I really wanted her to, to to say yes. And it took like a week, a whole week of my very stressed out, like must happen now startup life. I was like, when is she going to say yes? You know, and I was waiting for her to reply to this email and I literally had just gotten out of a massage and my neck went out. I was so stressed out about this thing. And I was like, oh my God, that was related to me, you know, freaking out about her accepting this offer. But I will say she accepted it, and my neck feels better now, but like, <laughs> it was weird. Good. It was really weird to equate the two. and I don't think that we consciously do that enough. Um, you know, our bodies are our our best barometer of what's going on. yeah, so anyway, uh, the physical piece, that's that's what I, I focus on exercise every day in some in some form, even if it's just like walking to and from work, uh, otherwise, you know, going to the gym, going to yoga, et cetera. Um, I find that a couple small things in the morning really help me. Like I don't, I put my phone on silent and I usually leave it downstairs away from my bedroom. Um, I don't like having my phone in my room because as much as I try not to do this, I inevitably grab the phone in the morning and start looking at first it's Facebook and it's text messages and it's email. And then I'm like, you know, all hell has broken loose in my head. Right. And I haven't even gotten out of bed. Right. So, so I try to, to not have the phone in the bedroom. Um, right. I also try not to check email like right before I go to bed because all that active brain activity, like it happens whether we want it to happen or not. And so if we see something right before we go to bed, like that can affect how we sleep at night. Right. Um, so I'm pretty conscious about that. And I have a routine in the morning. I absolutely never wake up and shower and go to work. Right. Like I wake up, I play with my puppy. We cuddle. I like lay in bed, and then I will get up. I meditate. I make coffee. I go for a walk with the dog. Like, you know, those are moments that help me get my head straight for the rest of the day, and I really don't skimp out on that. That's Um, good.
1: That's good. I think a few things. Yeah, I think morning routines are second to none important. I think a lot of us nine times out of ten just screech out of bed and inundate ourselves with news and, you know, social media updates and all that stuff. And then it yeah. is no wonder by midday that it's uh, combusting.
2: I've been in a really challenging place just this past week. Um, with We launched our new app, our first app ever, like our first brand new custom site and app. Okay. <laughs> we launched it this past weekend and I've just been like freaking out in my head and about all the things I need to get done and all these, like, I just, you know, it's just a scary thing to do that. And, um, just the other day I had this moment where I was like, you know what? Like when I'm not working, like I'm going to not work. I'm not going to be thinking about things when I'm in yoga. I'm not going to be thinking about things when I'm like, you know, on the phone with my mom and whatever happens is going to be fine. And I'm going to live and it's going to be fine. So like stop stressing so much. I've been telling myself this over the past week and it's, I know it's simple. That's been really helpful. Like just give myself permission to not be engaged constantly.
1: From yeah. one entrepreneur to another, um, I get it, <laughs> you know, and our listeners definitely get it. And it's a good reminder and time to, you know, take a minute and pause for ourselves and like remind ourselves like all the shit that we worry about, 99% of the time is stuff that, well, one, will probably never actually happen. <laughs> and uh, we're a little short on time, so I want to make sure that our listeners know how to learn more about you Tell us what your website address is, your Twitter handle, and how people can stay in touch with you or reach out to you.
2: Yeah, uh, so our website is meetmindful.com, M E E T, mindful.com. And uh, you can find us on all the social networks with the Meet Mindful handle. And then my uh, personal Twitter handle is Amy Baglin, at Amy Baglin, A N Y B A G L A N. And then um, email me, and I'm happy to happy to talk it's amy at meetmindful.com
1: thank you amy um it's it's been a real pleasure to chat with you today um again i know you're here in the denver community with a lot of us entrepreneurs um slinging the good fight as entrepreneurs so you know keep climbing as i always like to say um even though here's the thing that i heard from you today which i would say i didn't expect it's uh you know, we're all struggling, right? It's all a a challenge. It's all a, you know, it's a puzzle. We're all trying to figure things out and, you know, be at the right place at the right time and all that stuff. So all the best to you and meet mindful.
2: The single most impactful thing for me, and therefore our company so far, and I don't see this changing anytime soon, has been finding and working with advisors Mm -hmm. and I have so, I were so lucky to count like a good seven or eight, maybe even 10 people on our advisory board, um, both formally and informally. And the more real and authentic you can be with these people, um, the more they're going to be able to help. And that is what fuels them. It's not equity it's not money it's not like you know whatever it's being able to actually help because that's how humans are and so for people who don't have an advisor that they feel like is you know someone that can help guide their way on their path like i would urge them to go out and find as many people who they connect with and resonate with as possible because it's been a game changer for us
1: yeah that's powerful ending words i really appreciate that i'm sorry we have to run
2: Thanks for having me, ladies. This is great. I look forward to seeing you grow too.
1: Thank you, Amy. Thanks, Thank you Amy. so
0: very much. Bye. Bye, girl. Bye. That was an awesome interview. I'm so glad we got to have Amy. It's really and it's cool to hear about a woman going through an accelerator program because um, I think there aren't enough of them, and it's a great way to give people some confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so I love that. And I think the theme of resiliency and mindfulness really came through. Amy had some awesome tips for us. Stuff that I intend to do. I really like the idea of not having my phone right by my bed. Yeah. I actually, cause I do actually wake up every single morning and to check all my email. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. I feel like that might not be the healthiest thing. It's,
1: it's, uh, as they say. It's a bad habit. Yeah. But we have a dude. lot of bad
0: habits that we can break. Am I right? I know. Well that I might actually just try that for we can report back in episode nine and okay. tell you and tell you how that went. So yeah. that'll be my, my uh contribution to mindfulness. Yeah.
1: I think that's a that's a great point. I think um one note from you know, chatting with Amy and she said it. She's like, you know, I think it's oxymoron. Um I'm supposed to be, you know, all spiritually inclined and, you know, have my ducks in a row and She's like, you know, my head's exploding and I'm overwhelmed and physically I'm achy and, you know, I'm being taxed by bad posture because I've been sitting in front of a computer for hours and hours and hours on end. So the point is, is, you know, we all know it's, there's no such thing as work-life balance and I know you and I have toyed the work-life integration, but it's making sure that we are integrating better habits. So those little nudges of things like what you just mentioned, let's not wake up first thing in the morning and throw ourselves at you know, consuming content. How about we wake up and
0: go for a walk? Um, and so it's- listeners, let us throw a challenge out to you. Yes. Let's just say we really want you to take one of Amy's awesome tips, whether it's get up in the morning, go for a walk, have coffee, and tell us about it. At Women Who Start Up, mm-hmm. hashtag women disrupt. Tell us what works for you. How do you stay resilient? How do you stay mindful in the face of all of this entrepreneurial chaos. And I cannot wait for episode nine, Lazal. Sounds good to me. We
1: love chatting with you today. Um, definitely check us out. Uh, like Krista mentioned, at Women Who Startup is our Twitter handle. Our hashtag is Woman Disrupt womenwhostartup.co is our official website. You can learn about us there. You can become a member, all that good stuff. I want to thank my co-host, Krista Morgan, as always, here from P2B Investors' amazing office space. It's always a pleasure to record Women Who Startup Radio.
0: And as always... Huge thank you to our producers, uh, Aaron Bassity, our VP of Marketing here at P2BI, and Leah Charney from Wide Focus. We would not be here without them.
1: We wouldn't. And as always, keep climbing. Thanks
0: for listening to Women Who Start Up Radio with Lizelle Van Buren and Krista Morgan. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to tell everyone you know to subscribe on iTunes. Check out our website, womenwhostartup.co, and follow us on Twitter at Women Who Start Up. And don't forget our hashtag, Women Disrupt. This has been a Women Who Start Up production. Join us next time for another edition of Women Who Start Up
2: Radio.